I'm a songwriter, pen and paper in my hand. Get the words on the page. Please don't call me a sage. I'm a songwriter. I'm a songwriter, and I do it for a living. I'm a songwriter, and I write about men and women. I can write about love in the stars of the world. I'm a songwriter. Welcome, welcome back to Jokerman. I mean, Joker Van. Here we are again. Uh, podcast. This is how many of this? How many of these have we done now? This is the fourth or the fifth, I think. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just keeps, uh, just keeps, and we're gonna have a new one coming soon with uh, Skiffle Town, USA, it's, or whatever. It's called, it's called Moving On Skiffle. Okay. It's the new record. Excuse me. From Van Morrison. That's uh, coming out soon. Moving on Skiffle. Look for that in 2023, folks. I'm Evan, by the way. I'm Ian. And uh, you were just saying something really great, weren't you, Ian? About I was saying something guesses. really great because our guest today, you know, uh, Ian, Evan, pretty similar names. A lot of people get confused which one of us is which. If you put us together, you right. actually get a fusion kind of name. You get Ivan, <laughs> and we're joined by the one and only... Ivan Burko. Oh, Ivan, thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is a real, a real treat to be here on this uh, joyous Sunday day after watching Argentina win. Yeah, go Argentina. Yeah, I'm happy for Messi. Yeah, he's he's a uh, he loves to play the game, and he finally got. I don't follow sports. <laughs> <laughs> There's some of that patented sports analysis from Evan, the uh, the sports head of Jokerman Podcast. Classico. Ivan, you've been a real friend of the pod for a while now, like true FOP. <laughs> Is that? Yeah. 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 I, Is that the- you've been a fop. And um, I don't know if we've ever actually like exchanged words in person yeah but i've definitely been into your the establishment where you work oh yeah and uh because i used to live right on division street like right over near where you are what did you live like above uh uh Bacaro or something i i lived right across from kiki's in like 2015 16 okay yeah um and uh then i've lived in on stanton i, I was just a lower east side, lower east side uh, man yeah yeah, that's my. But now I'm in Los Angeles. But you, uh, Ivan, are uh, not only one of the great bartenders of the city of Manhattan. You're also a, a music man uh, of, of varying stripes and colors. This is true. Yeah, I, I do love music, uh, and I definitely, I guess, uh, spend a little too much time and money, like interested in multiple genres of music. Yeah, everything, mm. everything from like, you know. I guess you could say dad rock. We maybe I don't know. Maybe the Jokerman is a little dad rockish. No question. No question. Well, yeah, I th- it's 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 a uh, intergenerational. It's it's um, I, dad rock is becoming sun rock. Sun rock. I like sun rock. <laughs> I feel like a childless father sometimes with what I'm buying, but yeah, I, I keep up with some of the hip stuff too. You know, like uh, mid '90s progressive house and things like that, and right. You know, Things the Balearic varieties uh, throughout the ages. Yeah, you are a real, uh, genuine, old-fashioned disc jockey. Someone who spins actual records when they DJ. Uh, and you have an absolutely enormous, impressive 
uh, vinyl collection that I've seen glimpses and snatches of on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's never I buy records every day. It's kind of uh, it's kind of crazy and kind of scary actually. <laughs> Well, if you gotta have a vice, that's uh, a relatively clean one to have. Yeah, not not too bad, not too bad. It, it's it's a pleasure to have you, Ivan. And I I'd be remiss if I didn't mention um, something a friend of mine uh, pointed out recently, which is this. This is the what, what we call the van, <laughs> the van <laughs> diagram. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense because the, we're talking about and I we're actually talking about an Ivan today. Did you not know that Van Morrison? is named Ivan. I just found this out and I was like, this is the reason why they're having me on to talk about the great van, the man. So what I have here is a, is it's a Ben, it's the van diagram where in the middle (laughs) you can see there's V A N. And then on one side, there's an E and the other side, there's the letter I. It's a very complicated (laughs) uh, visual aid. We might need to post this online somewhere so that listeners at home can follow along. Yeah, this is, this is the first Ven Van. Yeah, <laughs> Van Ven. Mine's very crudely drawn, uh, but Ian, I'm sure you could do like a really good um, professional uh, version on the computer. <laughs> oh yeah, I can use uh, Excel and and uh, really really draw that out into three dimensions. Uh, well, yes, we're here to talk about Van the Man, I Van the Man, there. with Ivan himself. There it is. Evan's holding it up on his end. Uh, we're back to the 80s with Van, folks. Oh, yeah. Uh, we did Beautiful Vision last time. This is the follow-up, 1983's beautiful, lovely, dedicated to L. Ron Hubbard masterpiece, <laughs> Inarticulate Speech of the Heart. Just slip that right in there. Just slip it in. You know, that's just got to get in there. I, 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 you know, I think it, I think it helps sort of uh, establish the mood, kind of build the mythos behind this record. Absolutely. Uh, but you, you've said, Ivan, that this record is like huge for you, one of your like all time favorites, I think. So what just like what is it? What is it about uh, what's going on here with Van? Well, I think I, I a friend a friend tipped me off on this record of like maybe like 10 years ago or so. And it was definitely it was at a point when like I noticed like young people were like they knew everything about obscure music. Like they knew every like unknown psych rock band, but they didn't know like the classics, you know. So I kind of thought it was interesting to like kind of dig into like some of these major label artists that have had these like amazing <laughs> career spans, you know. You're just saying that you invented Jokerman like 10 years ago? <laughs> well, no. I mean, you know, thanks for the ch- Yeah, I mean, you basically you know. did. Well, you know, universal impulse, I guess. It, it's it was the Zeitgeist at the time that we were all tapped into. Sure. And uh, yeah, you could buy these like records for like four dollars or two bucks or whatever. And uh, those days are long gone, unfortunately. But I I remember them well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I actually have, and it took a lot of money and trouble to make this happen. But what I have in front of me is we can start with we can start with this one here. I've got Wavelength. Yes. Nineteen seventy-eight. Great cover. Seventy-nine. We got into the music. He loves to keep his eyes shut. Or is it (laughs) eighty-one? Uh, I believe 80 is a common one. Amazing record. And we got Beautiful Vision. Incredible. Then we have uh, today's record, right? Is That's that right. the one after? And then I, I have all of the 80s van records is what I'm trying to say. And uh, up to Irish Heartbeat. And these are not easy to come across now. No. It's hard to find. I don't have any other uh, like full collection of any artists like that at all. Not I even, even Bob. Have, I don't even have like any i have like five bob dylan records or something wow and they're not like in a in any order <laughs> Poetic. but i I needed to get all the 80s van because it's like like you were saying ivan it's like once you find out about it it's like 
solid goal. It's just like, I can't believe nobody's talking about this. I know, I know. I mean, I think people will eventually come around to it, like on a mass level, because it is, I think it is that good. And it is like, this album in particular has such like a wonderful universal message of uh, peace, love, and harmony. That's right. Love and mercy. Coming from Xenu. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and and the great poets and uh, philosophers of of England and theosophers, right? Theosophy and yeah, the golden I don't, I dawn. don't even know what that means. And the holy rosy crucianists, the Rosicrucians, the holy, yeah. And the cross, yeah. Very tapped into you know the legacy uh, of all of the great uh, English and Scottish and Irish. Uh, Whatever they are, people. Isaac Newton. <laughs> Isaac. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, any other, uh, any other opening thoughts here? Yeah, but I guess. Well, my friend tipped me off, and then I started. Yeah, oh, yeah. I started playing it at work all the time because, like, I would do the opening shift at at this bar here in the Lower East Side that some people know about, and it, you know, it was like the perfect mood setter for the night. You know, it'd be like seven o'clock, doors open, candles lit, and it's just this smooth smooth music coming on Mm -hmm. and like everyone from 21 to to 61 was just like loving it you know hell yeah you know it was it was really a thing and now it's kind of like everyone down here is like oh yeah that's that great record you know and i hear it in other places now so it really yeah yeah it's caught on in 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 the regional way and in lower manhattan i yeah i heard at dimes recently (laughs) mika was playing it at dimes you know i'm like yeah it's caught on it's caught really mika was playing inarticulate speech of the heart yeah yeah shouts out to mika big shout to mika yeah we just watched the world cup together it was fun yeah i'm thrilled to hear that it's kind of catching on with the with the people (laughs) yeah Tastemakers, trendsetters are are carrying a torch, one could yeah. say. People are listening. People are listening. Music, music is back. Music back. is back. Music, the, the price of music is going up, uh, and it just continues. Yeah. You have, <laughs> you know what else I have here is, uh, well, I'll, I won't. I, I, it's just a little something I'll maybe Good read Lord. something from later. <laughs> right, but what, uh, what, that, that'll be a teaser for the folks at home. You can't see that. <laughs> let's put together some articulate speech about an inarticulate record. Let's go. Ow! I can't stand myself. Uh, man. Okay. So it start. I mean, just like, uh, we were texting about this a little bit. I said, you know, uh, that some of the instrumentals are my favorite on this record, but as far as the ones with the words go, I think like side one track one higher than the world. Like this is as good as it gets to me on this record. It's an, it's incredible. Yeah. Get better 
than it seems today. I also feel like this one is um it's a clear standout and I I feel like we might want to break with tradition though a little bit by talking about the the cover first this time because I feel like when you look at this album like the the cover is so striking and memorable to me uh, it's like it it seems so inextricable from the music itself and it's part of the experience of putting this on is knowing that it comes with this image yes. attached to it the the cover is it's like it's all it's like a it's like the blackness of space and the the horizon of a planet or something and and across this horizon this greenish blue haze uh and the and the reddish uh uh haze on the on the planet there is what what do we see but a beautiful ribbon of of music glowing um, white in the black vacuum yeah the black uh white blue and uh up top you've just got this very tasteful text um yeah that part always throws me for a loop the top part i mean it's like a scholastic <laughs> book club like bro- brochure yeah, yeah. It almost looks like uh, the cover of a like textbook about yes. music theory or something. Yeah, I think my fa- my favorite part of the cover is the fact that I I don't know what the bottom of the music notes are called. I'm sure there's some sort of technical term oh, right. for them. But the best part to me is the fact that the bottom of the music notes are little hearts. Hearts. <laughs> it's true. I, I feel like. I would get these that tattooed on me. The and that comes music note with hearts. That comes from you, who's uh, staunchly and militantly anti-tattoo, aka Jewish. <laughs> I I don't have any tattoos. Half Jewish, so I could maybe get like half a tattoo. Maybe sure. Maybe yeah. No, you're 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 more Jewish than uh, some people by not having them. You know, some Jews have tattoos, and and they might be full Jewish, but they're actually like Less. kind of half Jews. That's true. No. You're you're kind of lapping them in some ways. <laughs> they can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. It's true. It's true. I plan I plan for that one day maybe. Um, the cover also. I wanted to bounce this off you guys. What planet are we looking at? Is this Mars? Is this question. is this Mars? Red. Well, the thing about it is, I I think it might not even be a planet. What it could be is just the sort of uh, a visualization. Like if you were being on a led on a guided meditation, and this is kind of just like imagine your inner being as as a great horizon or something like that. It feels like it could be a non literal even. I yeah, think it's the planet I, of your own heart. This is this is the red is just imagine if it's <laughs> if it's just the side of one giant heart. You know? There you go, the heart of the it's, solar uh, system. Yeah, it seems sort of uh, interdimensional and uh, you know beyond the limits of our own uh, imagination. Uh, this is sort of a, a vision of what. <laughs> the world could be and what Dude, music it, can mean for you it's like if uh if the twilight zone intro was like 
uh, smooth and sexy instead yeah. of being spooky. He's like, you uh, entering into a world, <laughs> a world of pure love and music, <laughs> higher than the world, pure love, pure light. That's right. But yeah, so Higher Than the World is fucking incredible. Just like like slipping into a warm bath, like from the moment you drop the needle down. It's like, um, I mean, that's what I love about this record in particular, I think, as a novice for the, you know, uh, uninitiated here. I'm certainly not an expert like you two. But just uh, like the vibe that's conjured from this whole record and just like right away, it's so perfectly immaculately like curated here with this song like I, I just want to like close my eyes and go to sleep forever listening to this record in a good way not like a way that makes it sound like I want to kill myself yeah it's um when you talked about lighting candles uh at the beginning of a service uh, of an evening Ivan that that is so perfectly in sync with the way this sounds it also sounds like being in a bath with a lot of candles around oh, it's yeah. just candles type yeah. music Ab- for sure. candles, absolutely music, yeah. nighttime music sunset music which is you that's know, right that's like this is my favorite this is like the bread and butter of like what i love is just like that sunset vibe also yeah it's where like going back to the cover it's like we're floating in space and it's like we are higher than the world right now you know like mm-hmm. we you know we so true it's uh we're looking at this <laughs> this planet from way out in space floating floating with these heart-shaped music notes exactly yeah and van himself is saying i'm higher than a cloud i'm living in the sound i'll make it better than it seems today even even he i think is uh you know sort of uh living living on the galactic plane of just musical bliss that's conjured with this record cover a lot of people like you know they just say like it's so tired the the way people talk about like well i like astral weeks but <laughs> i don't really care for any of the other stuff that he did but it's like if you like astral weeks like the the kind of appeal of that record is that it's like this ecstatic uh, otherworldly uh, ec- pleasure that is kind of like explored and the music is dra- kind of just like brought along to wherever that takes him. And like, what, what is this? If not a version of that, like, this is just what that sounds like with different production, basically. Yeah. And a production, I think that suits the record and suits the lyrics such as they are when we even get them um, really, really well. I, I mean, it's really funny to think about this record coming out the same year as infidels, right. Which has like kind of come to become, uh, be considered like a late career, mid career, uh, you know, underappreciated Jim in the, you know, very basic kind of music um, uh, uh, appreciation community, not, uh, you know, folks who are several levels lower than we are. Uh, but I feel like um, Van, like, had a much better handle on, like, what to do with, like, early mid-80s kind of music and sounds and vibes than Bob did, um, or really anyone, anyone. else from yeah. that, you know, that that came from that, like, you know, 60s, early 70s like initial kind of wave of rock stars who were finally aging into middle age at this point is yeah. is van's 80s records like i think it's like his best run and it's like maybe he owns the 80s maybe this is like his decade i think it is and i think what you're saying ian is so true like when you're relating to stuff in the way that he does which is like so much just about timeless themes fundamental ideas about music and 
spiritual just the spirit and love and um these things that have no um bearing they're they have no nothing holding them to any particular time like what what's stopping you from just moving with the changes and rolling with the punches and adopting the new sound whereas i think what happened to a lot of artists in the 80s it seems is like they thought well these sounds are so different that maybe I'm going to try to be different too. Or like their own personal uh, midlife crisis gets wrapped up in that mix. And they wonder about how they need to change their attitude for the eighties. But I don't think he was worrying about that. He was just worrying about like, how do I, Oh boy, like new ways to express myself through music. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just, it's a totally effortless kind of transition for Van. Um, and uh, again, I'm not, I don't have encyclopedic knowledge of the 80s, but it, from what I understand, there is no mistrial or Caribbean sunset or knocked out loaded in Van's 80s run the way that there is for like everyone else that we've covered who, you know, might have some moments of inspiration is I thought no guru is good. No, no guru is good, but there's some bitchy <laughs> stuff. I think overall in the eighties of like a high water mark for the spiritual stuff. And then there's other ones where he's like, people are ripping me off. <laughs> I will get ripped off my soul. I will get ripped off my words. I will get ripped off my That's but you know that's that's part of what we love about Van. Self defense. It's in self defense because people were slagging him off when he was just trying to make beautiful music of the spheres with inarticulate speech of the heart. There you go. So good. Yeah, such a great title. Also, I, he he snagged that phrase from somewhere. Do I? Do you guys know? I remember he like like some sort of like spiritual book or something. I but I actually don't know. Sounds, yeah. I don't know either. All right. Well, it's inarticulate uh, appropriately. He's higher than the world on this one. I mean, this song, uh, the, 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 the thing I feel on this also is like he, it's not, he's not on drugs. You know what I mean? Like there's definitely, he's high on something else. And I think he like tapped into like this sci-fi spirituality thing and he's like feeling it. He's so high on it. Yeah, he's it's extra to me. like he's on the next plane of existence. Exactly, he's like so far beyond that he doesn't even need you know mortal stimulants or intoxicants. He's just seeing he's seeing the beautiful realm of glowing white heart shaped music notes. Yeah. put this song on like while you were having sex <laughs> you know you would both feel i think ridiculous at are you speaking from experience if that were to happen to you <laughs> in a hypothetical realm if both of you didn't just like just kind of get on its level then like you probably shouldn't be fucking in the first place because mm-hmm. like not but pure light and love in there yeah 
Uh, well, speaking of songs that would be uh, great to be playing uh, while you're having sex. down to the pub maybe you met an irish lass, lass exactly jesus you know i can't i can't uh, know wow <laughs> okay. no uh no even even this uh, that's a bridge too it's far. the bridge too far <laughs> uh collins water what does that mean what is it let's uh let's do a fact check right now is it? I bet it's like a place. Looks like it's in Belfast. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Conswater Grove in Belfast. Conswater Bar and Grill. <laughs> I love the UK because they always have like these whimsical names for places like, you know, Fox's Bush or, you know, Shepherd's Bush. Branch. Yeah. <laughs> Bush. Yeah. Or, yeah. Conswater. Conswater. Yeah. And it's the least, yeah, and, and those names conjure up this beautiful kind of verdant English countryside, and then you look at pictures, and it's just, like, the least inspiring thing you can possibly imagine. Just, like, everything is gray, and these, like, tiny little shoebox houses with a bunch of miserable-looking Irish people moping around outside. A tiny town where everyone is fucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, Conswater. Well, what does this song actually sound like? It sounds like... Um, Jesus, I mean, it's, it sounds, sounds like an Irish heartbeat. It it sounds like uh, I can't help but picture like I don't know, like some kind of like slow motion horses who are like glowing, <laughs> something sure. something like that, galloping across uh, like a beach as the sun sets. Perhaps yeah, yeah, like dewdrops dripping off of a four leaf clover, uh, shit like that. You know? <laughs> exactly. It's Irish chariots of fire, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. There, there's like a Vangelis feel to this album that I, oh, totally. I just kind of, I just kind of realized, like, yeah, that's like, yeah, Yamaha CS80 sounds, and um, yeah, actually, part of I think the synth texture is the addition of um, Mark Isham on this record, mm. who's an amazing, uh, you know, musician all around on horn, on synths, and he's a great producer. He's he's done like a lot of movie soundtracks, and this definitely has a cinematic vibe yeah it i think that's where it becomes this would become too ridiculous to um to, to be put romantic on while, while coital. yeah well because <laughs> how would, this song feels kind of crazy to put on at, at in any situation honestly and i think the way that it juxtaposes with the with your regular life and and the quality of just a normal day um maybe that's part of why people think of it as corny it's like the contrast is too high between how this sounds and like the elevated place it, it exists on. And and then you're just like on the bus and someone's like breathing down your neck and it's, it's unpleasant. Yeah. See yeah, it's kind of living in between the, the fantasy place of like a film soundtrack and like the earnestness of like singer songwriter. 
Totally. But it's instrument. It's instrumental. Yeah, it's totally like, instrumental. This song, yeah, yeah, the first of several instrument, instrumental yeah. songs on the record, which I, to the best of my knowledge, is a relatively rare thing for Van to put on. Like certainly a record that has what four or five instrumental songs on it. Is that does Poetic Champions compose have that many instrumentals on it? I believe it does. Yeah, there's a lot of instrumental yeah. stuff on there. Um, the '80s was definitely a period where there was more of that. Um, and, and songs that were largely instrumental. If you remember, there's a great long instrumental Scandinavia, Scandinavia on yeah, the, the end, end of Beautiful of, uh, Vision. Beautiful Vision. So it's like a thing that he's been exploring and is exploring all through this, this period, um, especially in the early eighties. Has Enya, do you think Enya heard this and was like, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I wonder, I wonder if there, there's like an, a relationship. Another, Van, Enya. Vanya, yeah, I know. Like he did later on, you know, collaborate with the Chieftains. What if in an alternate right. universe he collaborated with the great Enya? Some of this also Chieftains has like one a, is great, by the way. Irish Heartbeat. Well, oh, yeah. does he actually do Irish Irish Heartbeat the song on Irish Heartbeat? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, won't you stay? in a moment um i see a little bit of like kate bush in this kind of stuff too like the really kind of like cinematic overwhelming inspiring kind of feeling you know just to touch on someone who's having a like strange uh uh cultural resurgence due primarily to netflix soundtracks i guess um like this sounds like i mean obviously cons water is maybe not the best example because of the deeply irish kind of influence on it but a lot of the musical beds on this record uh, sound like really kind of contemporary and stuff that's in vogue right now for just like general kind of like pop kind of songwriters and sounds. Um, I, 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 I don't know that I'm expecting Van to be a, a sudden touch point for all of the Pitchfork Top 50 or whatever next year, but, you know, I, it seems ripe for people to sort of rediscover and interpolate and redeploy in their own world. Yeah, inshallah. One day, perhaps. Is one there day, a, is day. there an, like an Irish version of Inshallah? Uh, <laughs> Something to think about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, maybe one day the three of us will get in a car and we'll drive around the Irish countryside listening yeah. to inarticulate speech and Conswater will conjure up a new a new meaning. Yeah, next year in Conswater. It's <laughs> a beautiful thing to look forward to. Uh, next we've got, we're continuing that theme of, um, yeah, like cinematic uh searching spiritual uh journeys which with a river of time river of time baby wow what a again side is just perfection i think yeah agreed this continues uh great lyrics 
Heart and soul, body and mind. Heart and soul, body and mind. Heart and soul, body and mind. <laughs> Meet me on the river of time. <laughs> yes. That's right, baby. <laughs> yeah. Brother of mine, sister of mine. Heart and soul, body and mind. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. What are you going to... You have a problem with this? Somebody have a problem with that? Not me. It's like secular spirituality or something, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's not too gospel, you know, but it, it feels gospel in a way. Yeah. Well, and here's where, like, I mean, the 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 record only says just like, what does it say about L. Ron Hubbard, right? Like, just dedicated to or like special thanks to or something, right? Uh, um, yeah, it's... Um, I think it's a thanks, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just special thanks, L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever established Van's, uh, like, how deep into Scientology he ever got, <laughs> necessarily. But, like, it wouldn't surprise me if some of the, uh, you know, fiction or uh, faction that uh, Elrond had uh, written himself was kind of swirling around in his mind and, and uh, laying the groundwork for some of these songs, like River of Time, for instance. Yeah. The... um idea of Scientology in its broadest form, I think, is, is not so different. <laughs> you know, just say, say, if we're talking capital B broad, you know, just like, well, uh, you know, your spirit. Think yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> different spirits. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, just, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. Yeah, I feel like Van just would have vibed with it. Like, certainly not would have, wouldn't have, uh, you know, gone Tom Cruise mode uh, or anything, but would have just been like, you know, I see, I see what you're seeing, Elron. Yeah, I love that. It's just special thanks, Elron Hubbard is right under accountant Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, you got to give a shout out. You know, all gotta, everyone has a part to play. And then you think maybe Elrond just took uh, Van out for lunch. Like had they had like a really nice lunch and he was just wanted to thank Elrond, you know? Totally. When did when did he die, Elrond Hubbard? Great question. I think late eighties. Okay. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh eighty six, yeah. Age no, seventy four. Is that when uh Miscavige took over? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. See, I it sounds like you're talking about sports. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not too far off a, uh, you know, a dynasty franchise. <laughs> do you think Miscavige puts on an articulate? Uh, yes, uh, Ivan. I do think that uh, Miscavige puts on uh, an articulate speech of the heart. I think this is the record that's playing yeah. every time someone sits down in one of those little chairs and they strap the thing to your skull and shock you uh, and determine, you know, uh, how fucked up your mental capacity is and explain to you exactly why Scientology is the solution to all your problems. Love it. Yeah. It'd be cool if there's like a gold record in like the celebrity center in Los Angeles yeah. of this record <laughs> there. Like some of our finest works by some of our finest participants. You know? mm -hmm. Celtic swing. <laughs> <laughs> See, yes. the, there's, I wish I had it like pulled up, but I tweeted a while ago from Jokerman account, like, just like what basically every Van Morrison record is like. Do you remember that? Ian? I do remember it. Yes. I don't remember what was in it, but yes, Celtic swing is that's is exactly a like example. a type. Yeah. <laughs> then there, there'd be one called like Celtic swing. There'd be one called like, like how long until I learn. There'd be one called like, like spirit of the man. There'd be one called like 
and with you for now. And then there'd be another one called like Celtic mystery. (laughs) (laughs) This, uh, this is no different, you know? Exactly. Uh, second instrumental though, and, uh, just comes on like a quiet storm. absolutely incredible beautiful kind of music uh you got what do you got on here guitar right a couple guitars and is that a is that is that a horn of some sort like a sax right kind of taking you through uh it's really i mean just beautiful again just perfect vibe kind of music like i i could not ask for anything more from this kind of record which is what makes it so surprising to like hear and read about the fact that like this has kind of been shit on uh, this whole period of Van uh, and underappreciated because like it's such an easy, pleasant, simple listen that like doesn't ask too much of you. Like it's so, I, I just I can't imagine listening to this music and being like, "Fuck this, I don't like this." Uh, and it, it has swing in the title for a reason. <laughs> like something that's cool about this version of what the '80s sound sounds like, you know, is that it it's not stilted and stiff mm-hmm. like so much of what we think totally. of these tentpole 80s productions to be. It feels really human and um, free-flowing while still having that kind of signature crispness and um, fine-tuned studio sound. Yeah. The band is cooking, and Van would never have a band that doesn't. And so, like, this is just more great music, but with a different sort of cast. Yeah, I can't ever see Van Morrison being like, let's pull out the drum machine. You know, like he's right. definitely like, <laughs> no. I think it, I read in an interview or maybe I saw it. He was saying like, I'm just a part of the band, you know, like I'm not more important. I'm not like up front. I'm just playing in the band. And he does. He plays saxophone all over this record and throughout a lot of these 80s records. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's why it's, it feels like a cohesive unit. Um you know, mixing these like West Coast synth horn guys like Mark Isham and uh, who's Pee Wee Ellis, but then he's got these, you know, Irish classic musicians. What's the guy's name? I feel so bad. I don't know it off the top of my head. Uh, Artie Dave- McGlynn and Davy Spillane. Yes, Davy Spillane. <laughs> Davy yeah. Spillane. <laughs> yeah, I found his uh, his online presence. It was pretty cool. Shout out to Davy Spillane. Yeah. <laughs> We've got some some good names up in here, yeah. We got uh, Davy Spillane, Artie McGlynn. We got uh, <laughs> Annie Stocking, <laughs> backup vocal, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. Van, Van Morrison plays piano, guitar, and sax on here. 
Spillane appears to be sort of the go-to Yulian uh, Pipes uh, uh, player. Yulian Pipes? Yulian It's spelled U-I-L-L-E-A-N-N. How do you pronounce that word? Uh, but he's on an Elvis Costello record playing that. He's on an Emmylou Harris record playing that. He's on this record playing that. He's on a Kate Bush record playing that. Wow. He was, he was the, the session man. He was the, the hired gun. If you had a Yulian pipe section that you needed on your record between like 1983 and 1991, it appears. What What is that? Though? We'll have to find out uh, when Davey comes on to Jokerman at some point in the future. I'm, look, I'm looking at it now. It's, oh, well, it's like bagpipe. All right. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> cool they're kind of like almost like an eastern uh instrument or something because they're yeah. not they're not like a chromatic tuning so it's like it's pretty far out psychedelic it's east west it's like all over the place it's mm-hmm. so cool yeah i love that this is a california record also um yeah. it's same with beautiful vision he was cutting a lot of this up here in the bay area where i'm at like in sausalito and um uh, marin county and stuff which really yeah. i think makes sense uh, when you you know think about where he was at mentally and the the type of mental uh, uh, landscape that you get up there with all of the uh, the crazy folks across the bay. Yeah, is he like at Esalen, like hanging out with Mark Isham? You would think so, right? Yeah, like yeah. that is like exactly what you know. You could just imagine Van like in all white, you know, and the wind is blowing his <laughs> wow. thin hair back past oh. him with the beautiful uh, landscape of uh, Northern California coast, uh, you so know, vivid. bending and twisting in the wind. <laughs> Van and Big Sur, yeah, love oh. it. Boy, playing a, a sax solo, uh, silhouetted against the sky as the air cools. That's right. In the evening, <laughs> with the spray, so beautiful. Well, let's rave on. That's what we're here for. The centerpiece. Oh yeah, it, it caught me by surprise the first time, and it still catches me each time. Like his vigor in the way he pronounces things, and it gets into the mystical, you know. Rave on, John Donne. Rave on, John Donne. Rave on, thy holy foe. Down through the wicks of ages in the moss pond, dark, dank pools. Rave on, down through the industrial revolution, empiricism, the atomic and nuclear age. Rave on, down through time and space, down through the corridors. Rave on words on printed page. Rave on, you left us infinity and well-pressed pages for the field. Drive on with wild abandon, up-tempo, frenzied heels. Rave on, Walt Whitman, nose down in wet grass. It's incredible. Truly. Uh, just, I, yeah, just a magic piece of music as far as I'm concerned. Like right when I heard this song for the first time, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like that is one of the greatest things I've ever heard. And it still sounds that like, I get the same feeling listening to this that I get listening to Joker Man still. Like just, you know, it's just immediately just arresting 
hypnotic, magnetic, perfect song uh, that is just going to last forever. And it's barely even a song. It's just like hanging and riffing and jiving from Van. Yeah, he does it so well. Oh. He's just making this kind of a concentrated uh, prayer-like song in praise of the great John Donne, the uh, uh, poet uh, and man of letters of the, uh, of, of the English world. Cleric of the Church of England as well. Yeah, and sort of a mystical figure in many ways. I have here a, a book. This is the select prose of John Donne and the complete poetry of William Blake in one volume. He probably has this book. Two of Van's favorites. That might be his copy. You <laughs> yeah, never know. Exactly. It's, it, it could be. It's, very, it's an old copy. Um, what's your guy's favorite John Donne poem? <laughs> Come on, hit me with it. That's a different podcast, the uh, John Donne poetry podcast. Yeah, that's going to be a, a special miniseries that we get into. I actually, I've never read his stuff, but I, you know, I've been researching and I, I checked out, you know, who this guy is. And he's quite a, a life, quite a life, like a real. What, what you learn? Well, he was kind of like ahead of his time, I think. He was kind of, uh, you know, going against the church a little bit, but then got involved as a cleric. And he, he like married this woman, married, what was her name? I forget, but I don't know. He got jailed for it, and I don't know. I basically I skinned Wikipedia. I'm 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 coming I'm coming clear. I'm coming clear here. Well, you're talking to Ian, who's just like absolutely shameless when he says that. I was like looking at Wikipedia. Yeah, I I try to uh, you know buy a book and then look at Wikipedia. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more polite. I'll read one little thing. Uh, I suppose you know I just kind of one that seems like it might be good, but it might not be uh, for me to read anyway. But uh, here's a short one. Self-love. There's an E at the end of self there. He that cannot choose but love. C-H-U-S-E. It's all these archaic spellings of English words that we, we know. He that cannot choose but love and strives against it still, never shall my fancy move. For he love gainst his will. Nor he which is all his own, and can at pleasure choose. When I am caught, he can be gone, and when he list, refuse. Nor that loves none but fair, for such by all are sought. Not that can for foul ones care, for his judgment then is not. Nor he that hath wit, for he will make me his... <laughs> I'm not good at this. Will make me his jest or slave, nor a fool, for when others... He can neither. Nor he that still is his mistress pays, for she is thralled therefore. Nor he that pays not, for he says within, she's worth no more. You are coming in for the close here. Is there then no kind of men whom I may freely prove? I will vent that humor then in mine own self-love. Yeah. Fire. Fire. Bars. Bars, bars, yeah. <laughs> Well, this song is about much more than just John Don himself, uh, because uh, Van appears to use uh, Mr. Don uh, as a, uh, a a leaping off point to sort of like riff on uh, uh, like the evolution of like Western thought over the preceding 300, 400 years or something. Right. Rave on down through the Industrial Revolution, empiricism, the atomic and nu nuclear age. 
Rayvon down through time and mm-hmm. space, down through the corridors, Rayvon words on printed page. It's like everything. It's like the whole fucking like, like uh, past 500 years of human development is within this song. Mm-hmm. He's, he's doing a thing that, a thing that uh, we like to see and that we, we kind of make a main uh, point of the show in some ways, something Bob Dylan does a lot really and does more and more kind of like using one figure as the uh, symbol of these larger ideals and applying that to the whole of history and art. There's a little bit of Anne Frank, Indiana Jones, and the British Bad Boys, the Rolling Stones energy to this song, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Containing (laughs) multitudes. Based on uh, a poem by Walt Whitman. Van mentions Walt Whitman in the song, Rayvon Walt Whitman. Well, there you go. Those down in, in wet grass. Mm-hmm. Let not thy divining heart forethink me any ill. Destiny may take thy part, and may thy fears fulfill. But think that we are but turned aside to sleep, that who one another keep alive ne'er parted be. Boom. That's good shit. <laughs> you gotta like read a lot of this for it to really, you know, hit. That's a suffice it to say that uh, you know when you get into John Donne, the way that at the point that where we're at with Bob Dylan, I'm sure that stuff really feels great to read. Absolutely. Apparently, there's like a 45 minute lost version of the song or something, right? Didn't didn't you say that at one point, Evan? I hope I did. Jesus. Okay. Well, if anyone out there has the tapes, uh, let the send, send them our way because I could just listen to this fucking for hours. Yeah, I wonder if there's some some good live versions yeah. uh, out there. I think there. Well, he there's played it. He it's on the the one album, the live in Belfast or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it would became like sort of a favorite live cut of his. You know, for however many years, 10, 15 years after this record came out, like kind of the one song that lived on right. past this album. Uh, since so much of the rest of it was just completely forgotten and disregarded by the listening public for shame. Yeah. This one, what's the other tune he has? Um, Haunts of Ancient Peace. That is a oh yeah 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 that's on common Huge. one you know i think there's something to be said for how difficult it can be it is it can be a challenge for the average idiot on a podcast to understand the poetic language of of the uh what, 1600s? 1600s yeah what was this 16 uh and i think that a, a really valuable thing and something i love about van morrison for example is like that he's made me think about this stuff and at least give it a go. But I think he's also kind of acting as a translator of the spirit of what these, these works and these poems are doing. And so like by listening to this song, there's no doubt in my mind that he gets that shit and he, he understands what's being done in those poems. And I think that he's giving me a fool with a (laughs) small mind, uh, uh, something of uh, a translation that I can just put on and uh, we can all, uh, you know, he's, he's broadcasting the, the message of uh, inner searching and spiritual uh, 
love and then uh, i get to hear it on computer <laughs> sure <laughs> don't don't need to read pages and pages of uh, uh historical verse from john donnie just put this on for five minutes yeah. and get exactly the same exactly thing the it. same <laughs> I would like to stress, I mean, I got this record a few years ago, whatever. I And I do listen to it on the computer at work. It definitely sounds way better on vinyl. Oh, my God. Mm, like, mm. there's details that I, I'm just kind of picking up now um, in some of the synth stuff, especially at the end of this song. There's like this kind of like fluttering mm-hmm. synth sound that almost sounds like My Bloody Valentine or something like that. Oh shit! Another Irish, uh, you know, heartbeat. You know, <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it's like it's such a high fidelity, beautiful record. Um, I don't know if uh, Spotify can um, translate it so well. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's possible that uh, once I get like a better preamp, maybe then I'll I'll really be able to hear everything on my my copy. Everyone should go and purchase a copy of Inarticulate Speech of the Heart on vinyl. Yeah, if you need down to your local Sam Goody. I have a, I have a couple of extra if anybody needs. Uh, yeah, you know, right. slide into the DMs, uh, people. There's that record store in the West Village. Do you know the one I'm talking about? What's it called? Something Generation. The other one, Bleaker Bob. The, the one, the one next to that coffee shop. It's like music world or something. Oh like yeah, 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 yeah. It's like kind of. Yeah. It's kind of deep. It goes pretty far back. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and it's, like it's an kind of Indian messy, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that place is, is great. Yeah, it's great. And I actually went in there uh, asking about these records. I at least got I got a couple of the these there, and I went in asking him. And sometimes if you're nice, or if he's nice that day, he'll let you go into the back into this like little office where there's all this great shit and. um he had every every van album on CD, like all of them. And he was like, these are very hard to get now. And uh, he had some good ones on vinyl, too. So don't don't tell him uh, I said this, but, you know, support that store. It's a good one. Absolutely. And maybe he has what you are looking for. Absolutely. Well, speaking of records. Should we flip the record? We flip it. Yeah. Exactly. And move on to side B. Uh, the first of two inarticulate speeches of the heart this one is this is the one this is the one when i play this in public like at least one person will come up to me and be like what is this And again, yeah, everyone from 21 to like 81, but it's like, totally. what is this moment in time that we're sharing right now? This is like unreal. I would love to be hearing this for the first time in public. Uh, like one of these people that comes up to you and then come up to you and be like, who is this? And you're like, it's Van Morrison. It's George. <laughs> it, it's actually George Ivan Morrison. <laughs> Not at all the answer that I think yeah. anyone would expect. Uh, if you're, you know, just uh, uh, vaguely familiar with the man. And yet, uh, you know, I think it's a perfect example of exactly what he's capable of, really at the height of his power, uh, because he was just hanging out. I think a lot of the instrumentals just came from him hanging out in the studio and, like, vibing with all the players and just kind of seeing what happened. And it's just this beautiful, you know, snatch of 
of music that happened probably completely spontaneously. Yeah, it's it's a gorgeous, and it's so I don't know, hard to um, if you are even halfway meeting this record and this music with like an openness, and I think you'll be moved by it. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty deep for, and it's an instrumental. It just goes completely voiceless but it has such a feeling of a human presence and like a so much soul in it there's actually a song from like a record i don't even know like not that long ago let it rhyme on keep me singing yeah keep me singing yeah yeah this looks like the worst cover art i've ever seen <laughs> maybe in 10 years it's gonna start looking good this is like 2006 like december yeah it is oh it's actually like a, i'm looking at it now it's, it's, it's horrible yeah. yeah yeah it looks like something in a gift shop like it's not good what's the joke from like portlandia it's like put a bird on it bird yeah, on it. yeah exactly. he really did just put a bird on <laughs> keep it keep me singing and it's a picture of a bird van has a beautiful mind <laughs> but play it for like just the first couple seconds you'll see what i mean uh what's what's the song i should play it's the first song let it rhyme inarticulate speech of the heart oh wow he he totally did yeah. it again yeah oh wow yeah it's such a great little passage and like good on him for uh bringing it back it's just like it it is such a uh it, it's one of those little bits of music that kind of feels like oh like can't believe i didn't think of that like that's so it's so simple and it just like has so much within it. Speaking of your uh your uh AI generated list of uh Van Morrison song titles, uh the last song on Keep Me Singing is called Caledonia Swing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's a series, you know. Uh, these are some Van Morrison ass song titles. <laughs> Out in the cold again. The pen is mightier than the sword. Holy guardian angel. <laughs> Look beyond the hill. Look beyond the hill. <laughs> I told you. In Tuberon. In Tuberon. Yeah. <laughs> Another like divey place in Ireland. I hope. Uh, I want to just throw just while we're on the subject, just like look, like pick another record from any time uh, of in his career, and let's see what else we got in terms of song titles. I'll never be free from days like this. <laughs> you got um, underlying depression. That's a good one, but actually, mm, that's that's definitely late Van, but very Van still. Yeah, and then well, late late is just stuff like uh, what's it going to take, and why are you on Facebook, and right. maybe he's about to change again, you know. He's about to move on Skiffle or whatever. He's skiffling it up, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be music's hottest new trend in 2023. There's an old song called Blowing Your Nose. <laughs> it's Blowing Your Mind. Uh, we put an album together and we're releasing it next week. It's called Blowing Your Nose. It's got a psychedelic jacket. 
that's called Blowing Your Nose. It's a gorgeous album cover, you should see it. Screw it. So, so we're back to uh, Intersecting Speech at Heart. This is where, for me, the record slows down a little bit. This next, like, three-song run, which is the closest thing to, like, standard kind of, like, pop rock music that you get on this record. And it's not, it isn't pop rock music, but it is closer to that. It's, it, this is kind of like the cleaning windows moment of this record mm-hmm. um, with Irish Heartbeat, uh, The Street Only Knew Your Name, and Cry For Home, which we'll talk about individually. But just this three-song run, like... It kind of it's a bit of a speed bump in the vibe to me. You know, I used to I used to feel the same way, but I tried marijuana and I listened to it again. <laughs> and wow, wow, <laughs> Irish Heartbeat hit me so hard the other night. so cold it doesn't oh, yeah. oh my god like again it's that's the one yeah it's almost like going back to like eastern philosophy or something like the world like nothing really matters you know but just like right. care for the ones that are with it's just gorgeous and beautiful and you know it's uh high wisdom yeah i i really agree i i forgot that that, that was this is the one with because the world is so cold don't care nothing about your soul yeah that you share with your own ones. There's um I think this is classic van. This is great. It's uh it's got that thing where it's like it has this equal one foot in the blues or like old like soulful kind of American music and then the other is in some kind of like ancient thing in the greens. The the the, the Celtic uh history. The greens. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the the Emerald Isle they call it. Yeah, uh, they they like that color over there. Um, it's it's a anthemic in a way. You know that. Uh, yeah, he doesn't really say Irish heartbeat on here, does he? No, no. That's why I didn't remember that. That's what this one was. Yeah, this this one. It's like yeah, the world is so cold. Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher are like disassembling every social safety net that the Western right. world you know had. And you're just on your own. Sorry, poor Irish guy. You're on your own. Ugh. You know? Yeah. And when they sing it on um, the record with the Chieftains, the one called Irish Heartbeat, it feels like it's an, a song that's always been around. He, he, went, he went ahead and made another kind of timeless number. Yeah. I'm a big, yeah. It's now, it's slowly become one of my new favorites after, you know, a couple of years of listening to this album. 
All right. Maybe I just got to, you know, spark up and uh, <laughs> blow some loud and then it'll, it'll hit for me. I'm not, yeah, I'm, smoke gas. I'm not really like a weed guy, but I recently was like, let me try it out again. And it, you know, it's kind of working. It's kind of. All right. Yeah. I do love the, the highlight of the song for me comes at the end when Van is just kind of scatting and bebopping and he and the guitar are kind of doing the same sort of melody does it so well it's so good that's the thing uh, he's a, he's such a an instrumentalist with his voice and he is really uh, you can't talk about him without talking about how great a singer he is he's yeah. a great singer yeah we like, haven't we haven't period. mentioned that once yet on this episode he's one of the best singers ever yeah that's right and it's i've said it before whenever we talk about him but like the thing about him that i think people just kind of take for granted is how he always lands on his feet with every little uh, phrase and melodic gambit he has. He like never fucks up. They always work out there and they're spontaneous and they happen one after the other, after the other, he's just like doing backflips and fucking jumping off of buildings and, and he's fine and he can do that. And people just think of it as boring. It's like, okay, like maybe, maybe now that it's like fakeable, but like, He's not faking it. Yeah, there's no auto-tune on this record. Mm-mm. You know, listen to it again, and it's starting to hit a little bit more for me. The backing <laughs> vocals towards the end. Yeah. It's, this is good. Like, yeah. just, it's just, just, like, picture, like, the Lower East Side in the 80s. Like, it's just destitute and gray, and, like, everything's closing down. And, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the world is just so cold. It do be like that. Uh, the street only knew your name. Your street, rich street or poor, used to always be sure on your street. There's a place in your heart and you know from the start, can't be complete outside of the street. Keep moving on through the joy and the pain. Sometimes you got to look back to the street again. Would you prefer all those castles in Spain or the view of the street from your window pane? That's great too. So good. It's what you're just talking about. I mean, it's a about that. Th- it is like cleaning windows. It, it, this one literally sounds like cleaning windows to me. Like the guitar line, I, I totally like. Just sounds like cleaning windows. And again, it's something that pops up all through the '80s and the early '90s. 
but all through his career, uh, uh, this thing of um, like s- sort of adjacent to Eastern mysticism and and um, a focus on the the present moment as containing the like seed of the divine and eternal uh, and it's um it's nice nice music it's so good it's so good also i i just noticed recently too as i was you know re-listening to this in preparation for this the album kind of starts in outer space and now we're kind of getting back down to earth and like we're literally going Mm. back to the street that you grew up on um all also, did you too like kind of hear the streets? No, oh, yeah, the well, streets, the streets have, have, no, have no name. Is that like I don't know? They're again Irish an, an, another Irish heartbeat. Yeah, kind of coming around a little bit to you too, a little bit. Same. You too is cool. There's, a, moments, there's, there's sure. some there's some jams. There's some jams, but no question. Um, yeah, we're back. We're back on the street. You know, where that's you, right. Where you come from. And then we're higher than the world and we've just been descending back to the surface of it ever since then. Exactly. And then it's just, you're, you cry from home for home. That's right. Getting even closer back to the womb. Yeah. When you hear the call, you won't have to fake it at all. This one's kind of a song on the record type vibe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how I feel. Too. It's up on. There. I mean, it's good. It fits. It fits, but it's like it's not the best. Yeah. But you know, as uh, Dean Wareham said recently on the show, the second to last or like later on in the record, songs sometimes are like the ones you don't. It's kind of like the worst songs sometimes. Yeah, I think he said uh, the ninth song is where he always put the shitty well, song. Well, here we are at the ninth song, Cry for Home. Yeah. Totally fine song, but yeah. This is undoubtedly a early 80s Van Morrison song on a record yeah. called Inarticulate Speech. It's what like, everybody, I guess, who slags these records off, they think that all of this is Cry for Home when it's actually like 1% of the 80s stuff is is that act, is like a generic sounding van in the 80s type beat like when really most of it is like bigger than that right well i think i mean to me this sounds like the most like kind of like classical era van morrison kind of music like this is the closest thing to like you know something off of uh astral weeks um or beaten fleece or something uh on this record and i think that's what makes it like the least interesting song for me listening to this because i i like the the new kind of horizons that he was exploring and the different directions he was pursuing at this point like feel so much more vital and vivid and exciting than just like a slightly updated version of a song that he might have written 10 years earlier you know mm-hmm. that's that you can still vibe to it 
Yeah, it's no, yeah. There's nothing, nothing wrong with it. It's just uh, you know compared to I think the 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 beauty that surrounds it, it just yeah pales in comparison. And then the beauty coming up with kind of just the fulfilling of the promise of of inarticulate speech of the heart number one. You mm. get number two. That's right. <laughs> with some articulate speech of the heart. Yeah, but I think it makes sense too because it's it's sort of like a like kind of a mantra like song, mm-hmm. you know, because he doesn't. The, there are lyrics, right? But there are barely lyrics. Like all he says is inarticulate speech of the heart and I'm a soul in wonder. Yeah. yeah. I think, right? Is that it? Uh I'm just wild about it also. Um, but that's it. That's the whole thing. So like there are words literally, but we're not this isn't a verse course verse kind of thing. It's it's sort of um it's as close to instrumental music as you can get while there are actually still lyrics, yeah. if that makes sense. Inarticulate speech, inarticulate speech of the I mean, the first time I heard this also, like, I'm a soul and wonder hit me so hard. So good. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Yeah. And that's yeah. just classic kind of like super simple, straightforward, direct kind of van lyricism that is also at the same time so kind of big and imaginative and inspiring. You know, I think like that's the that's the, the perfect kind of synthesis of, of both modes. That's exactly what you want from a van lyric, a soul and wonder. It's mm-hmm. like, hmm against this music is so mm, it's a huge kind of vessel that you can fill with anything the lyrics like that they're they're it's very humble they're they come from a very humble place too in a way he's like to be in wonder you know he's he's very much putting himself like in a place of uh of awe and and appreciation he's not preaching really which you know is is a mode that he has begun to inhabit more lately but i think that's why this music works the way that it does he, yeah. he got it all out of the way <laughs> right exactly he had to, at least he's not into scientology these days because those records would really be a tough, <laughs> tough sledding yeah uh well he has that psychoanalyst yeah. ball or whatever exactly <laughs> Who knows? Maybe some of those ideas <laughs> took root. No. Yeah, he's still against big pharma. You know, the Scientologists are go. against big pharma. Maybe and, the one you know. thing they're not so wrong about all the time. But yeah, I mean, for we sure. love big pharma on Jokerman podcast. So <laughs> yeah, Van is a, is a is a real anti Adderall head. I, I I guess that's the one thing that's gonna make me mad at Van Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I don't mind you talking about all this stuff about COVID, but like you, you're coming from my Adderall van. You're you're a has been. You should have quit forty years ago. I, I wish you were died dead after astral weeks. <laughs> have you have you guys ever talked about this? Is like totally off topic, but his outfit in the the last waltz. 
Oh, yeah. We, uh, we haven't it. talked no. about The Last Waltz like full on. Um, but no, it, please remind the listening public. It, it, it's like All a time fit. Yeah, it's like a unitard or something or like a onesie. It's purple, I believe. It's like a <laughs> deep kind of like wine red color. Um, yeah, let me let me get an image on this. And he's it's, sort of just like sealed into it. You know, like it's it's uh it's, it's tight in. on the on the body. He's just it's like sort of like yeah, he's the not, way a sausage is wrapped he's in a casing. Not wearing it's not even a onesie. It, what it is is just tight clothes. It's a shirt. <laughs> it, yeah, it actually is a shirt, like a t-shirt and pants, yeah, and then really, a, if you a look top at that shirt crotch. as well. Look at look at oh, his, there it is, yeah. his crotch is like it's like knit. It's got one of those like lace closures that's very intense. He's packing heat down there. He's he's uh, and fully maroon. He's he's yeah. wind, wind out. Yeah, ox blood. Ox blood. Baby. Exactly. Yeah. And the the immortal kind of uh, swinging leg kick that he does, traipsing across the stage, is uh, is is just. It's shocking that this man's body can move in that direction. Well, V-neck. And all yeah, yeah, the DV, which you know, it's kind. Of, like tech house or something and then he's got the sparkles which are just like rhinestone cowboy but it's it's an incredible look and yeah but we didn't really t- talk about what he looks like now i mean or like in the in the contemporaneous with this record what, what, do you, you have something pi- to say about the way he looked in 1983 i mean have you seen pictures of him from the 80s <laughs> it's pretty pretty funny i'm i'm like trying to find I just Googled Van Morrison 1983. Yeah, there aren't a lot of pictures of him. Um, yeah. You can just see it's ones all like from record like covers around that time, and, and there's, uh, there's some good stuff. He, Has he moved into the sides era at this point, or is he still playing with a little bit of like comb over kind of thing on the top of the head? I don't know exactly when he went full sides, but, um, you know, I sent you, I think this is kind of how he looked. Oh right! Like yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so, you know, it just looks nice. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, <laughs> he he looks kind of like uh, yeah, he he looks great. I just found there's a seven inch with the "Cry for Home" on side A and "Summertime in England" on side B. Oh, mm. interesting. Summertime in England on side B. Yeah, it can and it, fit all of "Summertime in England" on one side of a seven inch. Eight minutes and twenty five seconds. Yeah, I don't know if that's possible but i guess it that's is. got to be an abbreviated isn't summertime in england like 17 minutes long or something like that I this this has it longer. at 825 yeah that's the radio it, that's the radio edit that's that's the quick the pop cut of summertime in england yeah, yeah it's 15 minutes and 39 seconds the original <laughs> oh there's a there's a 12 inch too with beautiful artwork cry for home wow with all all saints day as well on the b is summertime in england just when you think th- you've had them all, yeah. I found a nice picture of Van here uh, in 1983, April uh, April 11th, 1983. I'm gonna throw him up on the screen share. Oh <laughs> yes, oh, he that's looks great. great. That's just swag. That's pure class. Yeah, master class. <laughs> Jasmine. Ja- yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the top of the saxophone, just kind of like he's holding it. It's one of those pictures where no matter where you are, he's staring at you. Mm-hmm. He's always looking at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll follow you around the room like the haunted mansion. Speaking <laughs> of which, the next song kind of has something of that um, feeling. September night. Mm. It, it, it's almost like uh, 
Danny Elfman vibes at the beginning here. <laughs> yeah. This is I'm a, I mean, I love the song so much. I put it on a mix, I think, 2016. It was like a CD that was released, and this is like the the way I started it. And it's, uh, oh. it's, and it's a lot of it is like kind of 80s R&B after that, which I think fits the vibe pretty well. Totally. Th- this is definitely like some whimsical. It could be from the Edward Scissorhands soundtrack for sure. Yeah. Like some kind of Christmas in September, you know, like some weird Halloween. Nightmare Before Christmas energy. It's spooky, Christmassy. Also, the weird wailing sound. It sounds like a baby almost. Do you, have you yeah, guys... toward yeah, yeah, like a couple minutes ah. into the yeah, the little ah, yeah. yeah. Is that oh, yeah. that's Van? That's... I think that's Van emoting as a baby being born into the world, like going <laughs> back to the womb, go all the way back. Star to the child, womb. Uh, like he's yeah, exactly. he's back in two thousand one, floating above exactly. the uh, the uh, horizon again with the the heart shaped music notes, and um, he's a a new soul ready to exactly um, be born in Ireland in Belfast again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, intergalactic Ireland. Yeah, an Ireland of the soul. <laughs> a, be- a Belfast of the heart. Uh, it be, uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful instrumental, beautiful way to close the record also. Yeah. Just like right back to, man, the way this record starts with Higher Than the World and then ends with September 9th is so just mm, like a, a perfect way in, perfect way out. Yeah. Kills it. Yeah, that's that's why I think it's like above and beyond a lot of other records. It's just perfectly the sequence is just amazing. Yeah, just put it on. That's right. It, this you you can put this one on, no question yeah. about that. But you can't uh, promise that you know if you put this on, you might find that whoever you're in the room with, you're you've fallen in love, both of you. You've, <laughs> you've fallen in love, and you're. You're you're in an Irish reverie together, so you just want to be careful about who you play this with, because it could complicate your life. The aftermath of the uh, the kinds of feelings this record brings out sounds like once again you're speaking from experience. Maybe I should be. Maybe maybe I should play this more with with women. See what happens. Around <laughs> report back. <laughs> I mean, I, I play this for tons of women at the bar. You know, people. It definitely sets the mood. People definitely feel rosy. Yeah, that's all I, I mean. You know, just like creating a, a sense of uh, of 
spiritual warmth and for for everybody and, yeah. and that's that's really i think old van wants to do is is to be like it's really similar to what your job is i i mean you know it's it's mm-hmm. sort of like just creating the right atmosphere for, for which people can connect and uh enjoy themselves at clandestine <laughs> yeah yeah actually yeah there there is an irish connection to the bar the previous owner her husband is irish so he would love wow. when I when I play a band, you know. So yeah, there is a little Irish. Uh, it's not an Irish pub, but there's an Irish connection that Clandestino has. There's an Irish heartbeat there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Every night when Van <laughs> is <laughs> commanding the vibes of the sound system. Yeah, oh, just yeah. A, a Van Morrison record where it's just like all about like the different areas and in Times Square. A song where it's just like a. <laughs> about the outside part of Clando and, yeah. and and a song where it's just about like those rocks, those like rock things in the middle of the street. The giant rocks. Yeah. Has the, has the opening of the uh, hotel changed the uh, vibes drastically? You know or? what? To be honest, I, it looks amazing. It looks like, I mean, it, looks, it does look great. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they have like all these like beautiful plants out front and like benches. So like sometimes after work at 6am me and my, my bar back will like sit on the benches and like, you know, take in the sunrise, you know, sitting on the benches outside of the hotel in Times Square. I was watching the sunrise on Canal Street. I was thinking about what I was going to do later. Where are we going to go to Gondesino? Are we going to go to go to Servos? Getting the muscles at Servos because we were famished. Getting the rock shrimp or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I could do this all night. We could. Let's keep it going. <laughs> Maybe later I'll just record some if I get hit with inspiration, just more Van Morrison Dime Square music. Yeah. I should uh yeah, the new the new hotel is you know, it looks good. I haven't really gone in too much. It's pretty impressive. The drinks are like definitely like thirty dollars kind of vibe, which is a new vibe for the neighborhood for sure. Definitely separates the, uh, you know, the pores out. I think that's know. that's good for you, though. That, that that just means that people are always going to feel more at home uh, somewhere. You can raise the prices, you know. You can yeah. raise them up to twenty nine. Jesus, I know thirty dollar drinks. Thirty dollar drinks. They must be really good if they're that expensive. There better be Van Morrison playing when I drink this thing. But you know what? Probably not. Probably not. You're only going to get that at clandestino. No, that's right. Now I'm just now I'm just plugging. No, that's that's horrible. I yeah. No, I mean I I always liked the bar very much, and I'm I'm thrilled to go back. Uh, hopefully, I'll visit in early next year and in, in in the year of 2023. And um, yeah, come down, come uh, come and hang out. I'll, I'll walk in, and with any luck, this will be playing. Well, you come in with the nice lass. I'll put this on. Collins water banging on the stereo. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Collins water. <laughs> How many stars out of three do you give it, this record? I mean, you're asking me first? Yeah, sure. Anyway. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going four out of three. This is... Wow. Wow. That's, that's not even possible, but... I don't think Evan's going to allow uh, that. All right, three out of three. There three, we go. A strong three out of three. It's like, you can't... I mean, it's a perfect... It's pretty much perfect for me. I, I can put it on and it's just always there's never a cringe moment ever no it's great it's uh it's also three out of three for me yeah.
I feel like we got to retire the three star system at this point. What are you talking about? We give every record three stars. <laughs> when was the last two star we gave? I sort of. Yeah, I'll say it again. I give loaded two stars. Sorry, it's two stars out of you, three. All right. Well, you're you're revising history. No, I did. I didn't give it a three. I thought you gave it three. No, when we, we never. We ne- when we talked to Dean, we didn't. Oh, we give didn't it. give it. Then later, I right. cowardly. I think I was afraid to um, say that in front of Dean because I didn't. In front of Dean, yes. I didn't want to. Uh, you know, after we talked so much about why the record's good, and I do think it's very good. You know, two out of three, still great. This one, this record, has that. Uh, you know, that extra little something, and yeah. I can't even articulate about it. You know there what I'm there's 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 definitely an X factor, yeah. Yeah. And the, the cover kind of looks like an X in a way. <laughs> the cover looks like Elisa Frank Trapper Keeper. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like maybe his daughter maybe did Van have like kids at this time and like maybe his daughter they're like in LA and she's like, Dad, I want a American trapper keeper. And he saw it, and he's like, Who's the artist that did this? <laughs> Lisa Frank! Rave on, Lisa Frank. Rave on, Lisa Frank, and your little aliens in the bus. Rave on, and unicorn with sunglasses. Rave on with the... She's floating through an aquarium. Yeah, exactly. Rave on with the little Volkswagen Beetle with rainbows and stars on it. Rave on. Rave on. Rave on. Rave on, Joker Man. Rave on, John Dunn. Rev on thy holy food. Thank you. Down through the wicks of ages and the moss spawned dark dank pools. Rev on down through the industrial revolution, empiricism, the atomic and nuclear age. Rev on down through the corridors, rev on words on printed page. Rev on Walt Whitman nose down in wet grass. Rev on fill the senses on nature's bright green shady path. Rev on Omar Khayyam, Rev on Cahill Gabrano, what sweet wine we drink if the celebration will be held. We will drink the, the wine and break the holy bread. Rev on, let a man come out of Ireland. Rev on, Mr. Yates. Rev on, down through thy holy rosy cross. Rev on, down through theosophy and the golden dawn. Rev on, through the writing of a vision. Rev on, rev on. River, 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 river.